101. Do not be anxious to teach or place the immature in leadership. The young prodigy and famous star syndromes represent constant temptations for modern Christendom, especially in an era of worldwide entertainment and media exposure. A flashy youngster or well-known celebrity brings notoriety and attention to the Christian message. The automatic assumption is that this is a good witness to the world. New Christian celebrities are regularly trotted out and placed in the spotlight while they are yet babes in faith. The result is often tragic. Many of these quickly fall away while still toddling about in spiritual diapers. Examples are too numerous to cite of child star evangelists being put on stage to delight a crowd, only for their lives to fall apart when they reach their teens or twenties. This tendency has always existed. When youthful aristocrat William Penn converted to Quakerism in the 17th century, it caused a stir through all England. He quickly became Quakerism's most visible spokesman, a star who gave the fringe movement stature. His conversion is probably one of the reasons Quakerism continued to grow as it did, and eventually became such a dominant influence in America. But there was a difference between his experience and that of today's media celebrities who are treated like Christian rock stars. William Penn was thrown in prison for his trouble. How many of today's media Christians would be so eager to sign autographs and stand before fawning fans if they knew they were going to be arrested the next day for doing so? The celebrity mentality so infecting contemporary Christendom is potentially more dangerous than at any time in Christianity's history. If we knew that placing a new Christian celebrity on the podium, rushing him into a book contract, or sending him out on a speaking tour would ultimately result in his rejecting his faith two years later, would we be so anxious to disobey the command against placing the immature in leadership? Even more widespread is the related passion this one more personal, within ourselves, to lead and teach. No one is satisfied to sit in the background and listen, receive, absorb, ponder, and pray. Everyone has to find their leadership and ministry niche. It's not enough to quietly learn and grow. We have to start a blog, lead a Bible study, join the worship team. If all else fails, We'll just rent a storefront and start our own church. Instant leadership on the no-scriptural-qualifications-required plan. All this directly contradicts the clear instructions laid out by Paul for leadership in the church. We are not eagerly to seek leadership. We are commanded not to rush to lay the hands of imprimatur and approbation on an immature Christian, no matter how great his or her star power. Paul goes so far as to counsel against wanting to teach it all. Yet the cancer infects us all. Who wouldn't want the acclaim of thousands hanging on our every word? The cancer infects the pastorate, Christian publishing, and is perhaps nowhere more lethal than in the Christian music industry.
Christians the world over endorse and deepen the cancer by their passion for stardom, rather than character. The solution to this cancerous tendency begins at home. It begins with me. Let me sit in the back row and say nothing. Let my activities be ones of service, not leadership. Let me offer to clean bathrooms and leave the leading of Bible studies to the spiritually ambitious. Let God raise me up in quietness and meekness. Let me not crowd to the front of the line in my own strength. Let me take the low road, not clamor toward the podium. Let silence, self-control, and humility be the traits by which I seek to emulate the leadership style of Jesus Christ, rather than that of the charismatic, flashy, articulate television personality, healing evangelist, or motivational speaker. A bishop must not be a recent convert. 1 Timothy 3, verses 2 and 6. Do not be hasty in the laying out of hands. 1 Timothy 5, 22. Deacons likewise must be tested first. Then if they prove themselves, let them serve as deacons. 1 Timothy 3, verses 8 and 10. Let not many of you become teachers. James 3, 1. From the Commands of the Apostles by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com Visit Amazon to purchase the Commands of the Apostles and other books by Michael Phillips.